0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: The KC Sports Network live postgame show is about to begin. KC Sports Network is the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City. Millions of views, millions of podcast downloads, and the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. KCSN is where you want to be for news, commentary, and analysis with a collective perspective on the Kansas City Chiefs that can't be found anywhere else. With more than 15 hosts, analysts, In former players you've watched play, putting out nearly 20 shows per week, KCSN is a network for today's fan. Now, it's time for the KCSN Live Postgame Show. Here's BJ Kissel.
2: The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. They are AFC champions beating Ah. the Bengals 23-20. to This is the KCSN Live post-game show from the Blue Wire Studios at the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas. I'm BJ Kissel, Ken Swanson, Maddie Lane, Craig Stout, Tucker Franklin, and Michaela Bennett. This is going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us. Hit that like and subscribe. I think everybody tuning into the show right now cannot wait to hear what Mr. Kent Swanson (laughs) has to say. This man has been as quiet as he possibly could be Mm. waiting for this moment as the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals in a game that is one of the most exciting, thrilling, full of storyline games that we have seen in Chiefs' recent history. Mr. Kent Swanson, the floor is yours. I have not prepared a single thing I'm going to say today, and I'm
3: afraid of what's going to come out of my mouth, if I'm being honest. I'll just be honest with you. Last year was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. We've had to deal with so much stupid stuff in in the media for the last year. Listening to people compare somebody to Patrick LaVon Mahomes. Who? The best player in the National Football League by a large, massive gap. Who's that? Patrick LaVon Mahomes is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, Matthew. And he, on one ankle, went out and bopped the Cincinnati Bengals in one of the toughest performances
4: I've ever seen in my entire life. Who'd they beat? The Cincinnati, I'm sorry, you wanna correct me, my my fault. The Cincinnati fraud goals. I have
3: not seen a team respond to the kind of adversity that the Kansas City Chiefs just showed. It is one of the most tough performances, one to 53 that I have ever seen in my entire life. I cannot get over what this team did collectively as a group because it was a team effort everyone put something together to help them respond to what they're doing with the mahomes injury i am it, Marcus can't play half Marcus the game
2: can't. we are going to talk about chris jones we cannot talk we cannot go 4 minutes into the show and not talk about chris jones we will i just but the, i want to i want to get you worked up i
3: just it's there's a there's a there's patrick levon mahomes a big gap another gap spend all summer arguing about who number 2 is i don't care argue with your cats Get over it. You don't get that narrative this summer. We don't have to deal with that this summer.
5: Guess what? The Cats have time for you to argue with them now because they're not going to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, There are so many storylines to break down from this game. I don't know if I've been a part of a Chiefs game. that said so many ups and downs. So many. Why are we doing this? All the injuries. All the different. Re- there were so many reasons why the Chiefs weren't going to win this game, and we could be frustrated about it. It could be Andy Reid's decision to punt the ball late in regular, oh. late at the, with less than a minute to go, whenever that was. Like, I'm gonna lose it too. Oh, we shouldn't I, be sitting next to each other right we now. We really it's, shouldn't. Can, I listen- Craig, let's. Let, Maddie, let's so go to you. Okay, I just. I,
4: The only person that might be more hyped than Kent Swanson right now, than what BJ Kansas is about to get, and what we're going to be is Travis Kelsey.
5: Holy Coming
4: right off the field, we get a burrowhead my ass into the mic on national television. Then he gets up on the stage, accepting the Lamar Hunt trophy, and directed at the Cincinnati mayor, know your role and shut your mouth.
5: Wow. I mean... You think they took this game personal? You think they care? (laughs) You think? No, okay. Okay. Let's pivot just just a little bit. We're going to get to all of this, but before we get out of this opening segment, I'm I'm, I'm just saying it right now. Chris Jones is my MVP. Mm. Holy cow. Chris Jones needed a game (laughs) like that. His legacy was already cemented. Don't get me wrong. He's a Ring of Honor player. He already was. This cements him as an all-timer. It really does. We are on the brink. If the Chiefs go ahead, they have a great performance in the Super Bowl. They win another one. Chris Jones has a good performance in the Super Bowl. We are talking Hall of Fame. The only thing left on his resume that he did not have was playoff performance. That Jacksonville Jaguars game, he had a great performance, and the stat sheet didn't show it. This game was a phenomenal performance. And the stat sheet shows it. I'm I'm so hyped. There's so many defensive players we're gonna talk about. I just want to leave. I'm so hyped for Chris Jones.
4: I mean, he did, he did everything. He we've said it all year. He's a defensive player of the year. He's playing better than Aaron Donald, who has been for the past decade the best defender in football. Bar none, it's not close. It's been Aaron Donald, everybody else. Chris Jones this year took over that role, and he's only been better in the playoffs. It's amazing that he came out against the fraud goals and he pulled this kind of performance off against them because what they have done throughout the history of playing the Chiefs, they have found a way to double-team Chris Jones. They have found a way to chip him, to take him out of the game because he's so dominant. Guess what they couldn't do this time? They could not do that. He would not let it happen. He beat up your right tackle. He beat up your right guard. Like a drum. He beat that sinner's ass. He beat the left guard. It doesn't matter. He was beating everybody.
2: As a defense the Chiefs finished this game with 5 sacks, 6 tackles for loss, 7 passes defense, 12 quarterback hits. Well, and helped Joe or helped Joe Burrow finish 21 of 26 of 41, 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, a quarterback rating of 70.2. Not two.
3: good enough is what it was. Cuz you can't go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes on one leg. One leg.
4: Without any I feel like Jamar Chase did can- can- much Jamar chase it just as much as Juju Smith Schuster who had to leave the game. I mean, like, ugh, I can't get over this, man. I cannot get over. This. The Chase couldn't
3: run the football. And they stopped trying. They really stopped trying. It was 43 of their of their pass plays were passes. Actually, it's it's 46 technically, because Mahomes ran the ball three times. Like the ratio was like 75% pass. Patrick Mahomes on one leg, they just said, like, let's just swing, let's just sling the ball around. Let's just do that. And all these guys, or, yeah, we're like <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, hurt. Hurt. Kadarius Toney, hurt. McCole Hardman, hurt. They accounted for 26 of Patrick Mahomes' 326 yards. Let's Justin be Watson,
2: sick. Justin Watson nodded the game. We, let's be honest. It's, Isaiah Pacheco banged up. Banged Creed up. Humphrey got banged up. Trey Smith got banged up.
5: Travis Kelsey was banged up. And
2: Mahomes was hobbled. And they still got it done. And, God,
3: man, like, I, there's so many, like, little things that keep coming back to me. And it's like... We talk about all this stuff. We're looking at this guy and we're looking at this offense slug it out. We're talking, I mean, me and Maddie were talking about like the play calling was a hot mess. I don't disagree. I don't know what they had to call,
4: and I don't know if they knew
3: what they could call. I, I, I
4: that's fair. fair. That's yeah. been, no, that's I, very fair. It's like, it became apparent. I think it became apparent any time that they were having to get a specific amount of yards above like three, they were <laughs> struggling to pull stuff from the play sheet that they had. The, I think you're right. They had the bodies to put in those positions.
3: It's just like, but but and I, I we talk about all this, and we're looking at all this, right? And Marcus Kemp is Marcus Kemp was a street free agent in September. He was a practice squad member for the whole season. And they call him up. And the only reason they call him up probably is my guess is that the Cincinnati Bengals decided to be petty and claim Chris Lamont's. Guess they should have claimed Marcus Kemp while they were at it. Maybe they should have tried to sign Marcus Kemp too, I guess. I don't know.
5: Okay, we're running down all these weapons. But before we get out of here, Marquez Valdez can't link. Have Played a, day. a hero ball game day. today. Like,
4: you're giving your MVP out, so he's my MVP. Uh, yeah, go for I, it. I, I, no, I just, MVS is my MVP. I think every Chiefs fan at some point in time this year's been a little critical of his game because there's a little bit of a lack of consistency. They've kind of only used them in this one specific role, and it doesn't seem like it's everything you want. This game... There was a long chunk of time where Mahomes was clearly hobbled around. He had re-aggravated that ankle. He couldn't move. They were struggling to figure out who to throw the ball to. And they're just like, hey, MVS, what if we just put you on every single route that we have everywhere on the field? And can you do that? And he took this offense for a while, threw it on his back while Travis Kelsey's getting double and triple teamed. Mahomes can't really move. And he just carried this offense for a while. They had him running bubble screens. They had him running crossers, go He was doing absolutely everything. And you know what he did not do a single time in this game? drop a football mm. that was catchable in his direction absolutely stellar performance from MVS. i i have been one that's done it i think we've all have doubted him at some point in time and if he's a guy that you can really base this game
2: around him mm-hmm. the chiefs don't even come close to competing or winning in this game without him while we're talking about all the injuries talk about the chiefs rookie class we know they had their ups and downs in this game but they all made plays and the one that we should not forget i know we're mentioning early in this game and early in the show just because i want to mention it sky Moore, the return At the end of the game, 29 yards, a monster, monster return. Every rookie stepped up. And I think what's amazing about this game, guys, and it's the reason it's going to be so fun to talk about for the next several days is that there were points in this game where you're like, man, the offense isn't going to get it done. Like it's going to take the defense Mm -hmm. because all these guys are banged up. And then with the defense, it's like, holy cow, they're not getting it done right now. They're getting picked apart. Third and 14 conversion, third and 16 conversion. We're all pulling our hair out. Same thing. Same thing on special teams making mistakes, not getting it done, and then we're sitting around praising them the next moment. Every group struggled, overcame it, and came back. That's why if you were watching our live stream show, saying there are certain pedigrees that championship teams have to overcome mistakes, and all three phases of the Chiefs team did that tonight. Well, yes, and I think the defense was, you can't
3: ask for anything better than what you got out of that defense. That is the best that that group can play, especially when you
2: consider Willie Gay goes out. You're like, LeJerry Sneed. They did this without LeJerry Sneed and Willie Gay. If, if they wouldn't have converted the third and 14 and third and 16, I wouldn't have as many gray hairs as I do right yeah, now. So yeah, yeah I can yeah, be a little more like, here's unrealistic.
3: The, I'm not trying to get too big picture. I know we're like breaking little pieces down here and there, but like this team, like the the embodiment of what this team, I'm, let me try, let me, let me come back. I'm just, I'm you so flustered, it, I'm so no. emotional, but when I look at this team and I look at so many times in this game, it looked like last year. It looked like they were stepping up into, you know, last year, it was like the, the, the wheels were gonna start falling off. The, the ball was gonna start rolling down the hill negatively. Three and outs, we saw a couple three and outs. We saw the, you know, sudden the, the first, end of the first half, the end of the second half, you know, just some struggles there. We saw um, turnovers. We saw coverage busts. We saw big third and longs. Mm-hmm. All these things that have have hurt the Chiefs in these games. And then you get these injuries piling up. And you just look at all these things that have that have damaged this football team in the three games prior, these three three-point losses. And now what you're looking at is they overcame all of them, literally all of them, in a way that, like that, that, I can't. It can't be overstated what this team just did. I'm not trying to dunk on Marcus Kemp, but it's like they, they didn't have dynamic offensive weapons. Patrick Mahomes is on one leg, and they're gutting it out all the way through. I'm I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded. I'm about to lose it.
2: They talk so much shit. <laughs> they did. all fucking weak. About it. They were going to dominate Arrowhead, and it's Burrow, all this shit. Half our team gets hurt, and they still can't get it done. Their best they wasn't can't good enough. still beat us. Wasn't good enough. Their best. All they did was piss us off oh. and get those guys locked in so they can go out and make mistakes, to your point, saying it looks similar to last year. No, because these guys were locked in, and we're not going to let that freaking happen. There was no chance. I mean, that was just it. There was no
4: chance. Because of what the Bengals have done over the past two years, because of the amount of shit they have talked, because of everything they're saying this week, because they're wearing sorry in advance or whatever t-shirts while walking into the stadium, everything they have done has put this target on their back It's put this target directly on them and here's this team that had a great playoff run last year in the <laughs> fraud goals they have this great playoff run until they lose the super bowl but they started acting like they were the class of the NFL, the a- not just the afc the nfl they thought they were the team to beat they thought they mattered they don't they still don't matter it was a one-hit wonder That's all it was right now. That's all they've done. They didn't even have a hit. They still lost in the Super Bowl. They've done nothing with this team, and this team has carried themselves with the arrogance like they mattered in the grand scheme of things, and they don't. The Chiefs are out here with 50% of their starters that aren't healthy. 50% of these starters are healthy. Guess what? It doesn't matter. Your best isn't good enough, and guess what? At least your team's going to get more expensive, and I'm sure your owner's going to actually cough up and
3: pay for all of them. I'm sure he's not going to be cheap in the slightest. I'm sure this team's going to look the same it was. This was your best chance, Cincinnati. You blew it. This was it. You're done. Because you're going to get more expensive. Your quarterback's going to get more expensive. And your owner stinks. That was it. You blew it.
2: And what did the Chiefs say? They got experience from a bunch of rookies out on the field. Six rookies were playing in the dime.
5: I have said all season long. <laughs> what what, oh, what did so I calm. say in March? You're so calm. I love it. What's up? What did I say in March? What did I say? If you allow the Chiefs to make it to a fifth straight AFC championship game, let alone
3: have it at home, oh, you fucked up AFC.
6: <laughs>
3: oh, you did? Hey. This oh, team's in the Super Bowl. Man. Hey, hey, look, I, w- I want to welcome all the Bengals fans hanging out here today. We appreciate uh, it. Uh, no, thanks for coming in. Um, looking like we, we got a lot of comments here saying refs MVP. What all I got to say is cope, <laughs> have a good night. Your chili sucks. Your mayor <laughs> sucks and your quarterbacks not good enough. And he's only going to get more expensive. So enjoy all that. Oh, and your owner sucks too.
4: I, I mean, listen, I'm the rest do suck. I
3: don't
4: either side can sit here and say it was good for either way. And mm-hmm. like overall, I thought. I don't want to go too far down a stupid refing conversation while we're getting hype. Like, they they suck for both sides. They let them be physical, but then called random ticky-tack fouls. It is what it is. I mean, the Bengals'
3: O-line was propped up on holding.
4: That happened. Whatever. (laughs) Somehow. Get the hell over it. Get the hell over it and beat rookie defensive backs that are backups that summer starting. Get the hell over it. Defend Marcus Kemp who you forced you forced the Chiefs to pull him off the practice squad because you <laughs> thought you had some kind of slick ass move to steal Chris, <laughs> Chris LeMons. Guess, <laughs> how, guess how pissed he is right now that he's not hanging out with the Chiefs about to go to the Super Bowl, but is instead stuck in he, no hey, man's room. Guess land. what? He's
5: still gonna get a ring. It's oh, cool, I buddy. Know he is. Yeah
4: just kind of like just how not carlos, in cincinnati just kind of how like <laughs> carlos dunlap is holding the trophy up there with the rest of what the chiefs
5: what a petty move oh, by the chiefs it. organization having carlos dunlap former bengal carlos dunlap up there handing him the trophy second after and he
4: was beaming.
5: He was. Even, uh, I know
4: it ended poorly with him and that coaching staff and that organization. So mm-hmm. like that played a part. He was beaming for it. He loved every second of it. So it, I, I thought that was hilarious. And you want to know the Chiefs, we always talk about, it, especially BJ, because he's kind of been in there, how professional they are, how much you're going to model this organization after Andy Reid. That's who they are. Pulling a move like putting Carlos Dunlap up there on the stage or Travis Kelsey feeling that he has the freedom to say some of the stuff that he was saying there. Like, you know, the, the Bengals got under this team's skin
2: between Carlos Dunlap being on the stage, Travis Kelsey immediately calling out the Cincinnati mayor and Patrick Mahomes walking into the stadium with a middle finger like, it, oh. you can't tell. As soon as Chris Jones said, we'll see you at Burrowhead, that's where I was like, okay. Yeah,
3: you knew. You and
2: knew the, that and he was going to come out. Oh. Louis Riddick tweeted it out. I was like, Chris Jones, we talked about it all week, that Chris Jones playing like a Defensive Player of the Year was going to be the difference in this game, and it absolutely was. Chris Jones deserves all the credit. So much is going to go to Patrick Mahomes yeah, for being a warrior. Should. There's so many flowers <laughs> that need to be given to this game. We might do like 87,000 yeah. podcasts this week. Travis Kelsey, there's so many gutting people. Isaiah Pacheco. These dudes together. Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco. Trey Smith. Like I'm telling you, like
3: we're going to get we're going to we're going to look back from this game in 24 hours, in 48 hours. And we're going to be flabbergasted by what what we just like when we go through the laundry list and you have a chance to actually look at everything that's happened. Like I think I think it's gonna, this this wins only going to taste sweeter 48 hours from now. Oh, and by the way, just so you know, guys don't we <laughs> the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like it doesn't even like i mean I, that isn't the even Andy registered yeah the, the
5: kelsey bowl the new heights the, bowl yeah. so many but like it doesn't lines.
3: even feel like that so yet good. like i can't even process that but everything that it took to get to that point with a rookie draft class that this team needed to be good and they were and so many of them were play- six like you said there
2: were six rookies on the field at one point on the defensive side of the football and i know we're going back and forth and jumping our another player I'm really we just named like half the team another player i'm really happy for is Andrew Wiley that that call didn't oh. end up coming back to yeah, bite I them because that was horse, that was horseshit. These guys put too much time into this. They put too much for something. I know it was dumb. I know we did it right in front of the player, right in front of the ref, but something that petty should not be like, they're are allowed to show their emotions and show their personality a little bit. I'm glad for Andrew Wiley's sake that that didn't come back to bite this team. Breaking it,
3: r- break news really quick, Frank Clark Frank, Frank Clark has a cigar, I'm sorry. Hey, cigar? Okay. No, hang, sorry. On, hang uh, on, hang on. hang on. That's I gotta, I gotta get in here. I know I'm jumping so in, I'm so do sorry. I too.
5: I, uh, okay, you get in here first.
4: Okay, <laughs> <Because> so <laughs> as far as Andrew Wiley goes, <laughs> definitely a penalty the way the NFL works, just a stupid it penalty. Is. I think it's completely garbage that Jesse Bates can walk behind Kadarius Tony, talking shit in his ear for 20 yards. And it doesn't matter, but because Wiley decided to do some kind of little skip and taunt at Sam Hubbard or Trey Hendrickson after a play where he blocked him and the Chiefs picked up a lot of
2: yards, that's stupid. Eli that Apple makes... did the same thing; he chirped in the entire Chiefs. Wait, that wait, sense. hold on. Did, that did Eli make... Apple play? That makes
3: did he?
4: Oh, sorry.
2: I... He had a couple. He had a
3: Didn't seem out there. He had, a, he had a pretty big holding call. Oh, he's probably okay. Didn't uh, I not know just, if he that's played.
4: Stupid. It's just that concept is really stupid, especially because I know Trey Hendrickson, very good player. Sam Hubbard, very good player, mm-hmm. but. I've watched them, they do extra because that's what good players do. They try to piss you off, they try to talk shit too. So just because Wiley does the same thing, but it's a little bit more theatrical, he gets in trouble for it. But like I said, Jesse Bates travels around yelling at someone, with you. Like it's, just, it's just, that's dumb. That's a different discussion. Just to go on to your point, I don't care that Wiley did that. Like it was a dumb yeah. move, but like, come on. Yo, Travis Kelsey did how many of these early in his career? And like, It just happens.
2: Mine's coming from a person. I know Andrew Weil. I know his personality. That's not his personality to do stuff like that. So for that to come back and bite the team would be a problem. I will say one more thing before we pivot on, and I know we're jumping around a lot here. (laughs) Reason that you need to hit the like and subscribe button is that we are all celebrating. We're going to have a good time in Vegas tonight, but at 7.30 tomorrow morning, all three of these guys, I'm not. These three guys are going to be watching practice tomorrow at the East West Shrine Bowl, getting ready for NFL draft content. That's why you need to follow KC Sports Network and what we have going on, because we will get ready for the Super Bowl, but they will be ready for the NFL draft as well.
5: Okay. Um, We have made it a very long way into this podcast already. Very, very long way into this podcast. (laughs) Talk your shit on Frank Clark. (laughs)
2: Listen. (laughs) The man is third all-time in NFL postseason sacks. Nah, I wasn't fired up. I wasn't ready for this. Is, it, is that good? <clears throat> there might not be... There, there have been a lot of polarizing players for the Kansas City Chiefs over the last few years, but Frank Clark might be one of the most polarizing players about production versus contract. You pay guys to step up when it matters. What's the most important time? The goddamn playoffs! And that's what you want to see from your best players. Tell them who steps up Who led this team? Who is the emotional leader of the team? Chris Jones is an absolute phenomenal football player, defensive player of the year. You ask Chris Jones who fires up the team on that team, it's Frank Clark. I have defended that fucking guy from the moment I got to the Chiefs and met him and since I left. And he has gotten so much shit from everyone because of his production during the regular season versus what they pay him. For what he has done in the playoffs, you could give him $100 million and feel completely comfortable with it. It doesn't matter. And it's not your damn money, but you can celebrate all the success.
5: That's that's three Super Bowls. That's three Super Bowls that Frank Clark is going to get to play in during the life of that contract. What's that worth? A lot. What's
2: that worth? I'm going to do an entire podcast.
5: on. A lot of money. And that's the thing. Frank Clark, listen, Chris Jones got so much extra attention from the Bengals offensive Mm -hmm. line as he should. He's the defensive player of the year. He absolutely is. He should absolutely get all, all of that attention. You know what happens when that happens? You have to have other players step up and make plays. Frank Clark stepped up and made plays. Mike Dana stepped up and made plays. Colin Saunders stepped up and made plays. Those three dudes. George
4: Karloftis. George Karloftis.
5: I I don't mean to leave him out. I I don't mean to leave him out. But those three dudes that I mentioned... Everybody wanted to replace this past
2: offseason. And nobody wanted Frank back on the team this year. All oh, they I were did. They restructured his contract. Everybody thought he was gone. Done. But, and then what did he do? Came back. Took a pay cut. And the day that we had our guy, Eddie Hyatt, training camp, putting out videos of him working with George Carloftis and all the young players. What do
5: we hear? What do we hear? Oh, he's just doing that for the cameras. He's just doing that for the cameras. Not sure. knowing. Okay. That's what he's Cute. done since he stepped into the building. Disrespect. George Karloffis is a better player. Mike Dana is a better player. Joe Cullen deserves every flower that everybody gives him. Oh, he's Chris been awesome. Jones is
2: a better player. Can we Chris talk Jones. about Joe Cullen now? Yeah, Because yes. Mike Dana?
3: Monster.
5: Colin Good Saunders. Lord. Monster.
2: Chris Jones, Frank Clark. What do they all have in common? Careers. A position coach. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Cullen. And what he yeah. did this offseason. Sean Barber sit there and told us. The other day on Saturday when we recorded our five things to watch video mm. that what Joe Cullen will do to get the most out of his players <laughs> and the way that he motivates the guys that we had career years from multiple players. We saw George Koloftis step up and have one of the best rookie seasons for an edge rusher in the NFL this season.
3: Right, hey, real quick. I, I want to jump in uh, to kind of piggyback on this so much. I apologize. Yeah. Where's the swear jar at? Yeah. By we, the way? No,
4: we need to see the flag. This um, whole I'm thing.
3: sorry. Joe Cullen. All right. So, all right. Put so a
2: disclaimer at the beginning.
3: Tucker. We talked about George here. this year. I just, I'm going to circle back to all this because the, the next guy that needs... Well, we'll see. Just say something about this. Skyline chili is awful. Um, I don't even know why it's a I thing. I don't even know how anybody would eat it. And it's Let's basically, get back it's, to football. Let's get back, football. Let's get back to football. Um, anyways, um, discount Cleveland. Um. I want to go back. <laughs> oh
4: my God.
3: Hey, look. Oh,
4: my God. <laughs>
3: let's give brett Beach's. <laughs> that that, that,
4: that was God, a man. low blow no, no, that oh, my was God, the man. lowest blow to, that oh I think that
1: God. you just have to end it there Yo, <laughs> I
3: don't I, this has been this,
1: <laughs> my eyes are watering
3: it's been festering for like a year
1: <laughs> oh
2: <my God>.
3: um <laughs> anyways <laughs> we talk about we, we, need to, we, need, <laughs> we need to give brett Beach's flowers um, because you said George Karloff, you brought George Karloftis up. Okay. Trent McDuffie. I think there were some moments where some coverage issues slipped a couple of times, but there were some very big plays and some big moments that Attals. he had mm-hmm. big tackles. I mean, he was the only one to bring chase chase, uh, Jamar chase to the ground. George Karloff gets a sack. Uh, Brian cook tips a pass to Joshua Williams, uh, to get an inter one of the, one of the interceptions Isaiah Pacheco has 85 all purpose yards. 56 he's the third t- third leader in receiving yards um J- Jalen watson another interception like the list goes on and on this 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 rookie class is why the chiefs are here and yes there were some moments that there were some moments that they that they weren't perfect but at the same like they made big plays they were they were trial by fire and i think about two things like this is that was huge you know, like credit brett veach but also, like, this is monumental for their growth. Where y'all, the, the league better be terrified. They screwed
4: up. They screwed up. They did what?
3: They fucked up. There
5: you go. The AFC fucked up. They sure. did. I, uh, we, we have said it all along. You can't allow the Chiefs to undergo a rebuilding year, a year that they're going to clear cap, a year that they're going to try and get assets and try and add young players to this roster. You cannot allow them to continue the success that they have. Because guess what? Year two of that, those players are better. It's cheaper. You can add more players Then year three. Guess what? You're still living in that. You feel the repercussions of that rebuilding for such a long time. It is why that decision is so hard to make, because if you make the wrong decision there, if you pull the parachute at the wrong time, then it sets you back. We've seen countless teams that have said, all right, you know what? We're going to rebuild around a quarterback. I'm not going to say any names. Green Bay, that you know, uh, they they pulled the parachute several times and it didn't work out. Brett Veach pulled the parachute this year, and they are now set up both in the short term now because they are back at another Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and company, and they're set up for the future. They have a lot of young bodies. Yes, there are holes. I'm not going to say that there are not holes on this roster, but they have filled it with so many young players they've added so many role players they've gotten development out of so many guys it is going to be so difficult to run with this team now because they have assets and money to spend
1: you're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in kansas city kc sports network we'll be back right after this
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate
1: entertain educate inform kc sports network
2: i want to get one player we haven't given credit to yet there, there's one you know, left there's a lot there's, i mean there's one player's name we haven't mentioned and there's couple, one actually. battery of players three that we have not mentioned in this yet but i'm going to i'm going to make another plead about the frank clark thing i'm going to try not to get too hyped up about this <laughs> i i love chief's kingdom i grew up <laughs> loving chief's kingdom section 338 row 10 seats 10 and 11 with my dad We were all the same. But so many of you fucking people (laughs) should apologize to Frank Clark for what was said. And you know who you are. And there are a lot of people that supported him from the beginning. There were a lot of people that said and wanted this dude gone. And you were wrong. And I will put myself... I very rarely would do this. There are very few people that supported him throughout everything. I was around him. That's why I felt the way that I did. So I'm asking frank clark deserves to feel the love Mm. for how much shit he got for so long and i don't think he cares it's not coming from that position i i is it is this is it frank Frank clark related because there's one i want to talk about frank clark
5: related um just for everybody who wants to know neil smith lit frank clark's victory cigar
2: oh (laughs) Oh, boy yes
3: uh
5: Real please quick. go ahead
2: there are two players in NFL history have more postseason sacks than Fred Clark now it's only two Bruce Smith and Willie McGinnis hey and so also that could change we have not talked about Harrison Bucker that's where I want to go can, can we do something
3: really really quick though yes can we hit the like and subscribe button please I mean there's a bunch of you watching right now and we're having a lot of fun celebrating with you please hit that like and subscribe button because we're gonna have so many shows covering uh the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl we're gonna have 18 Chiefs shows a week so we got all kinds of sweet sweet content coming your way and we appreciate everybody coming to hang out but hit the like button hit some subscribe button leave some comments because y'all are having some fun too it looks like so we'll be posting some of those comments as well back to harrison bucker if you'd like
2: oh you harrison bucker deserves all the credit in the world because yeah. we spent a lot of time and Tommy. myself included spent a lot of time saying when they get to the playoffs are you going to feel entirely confident that when he lines up that he's going to drill the field goal and i don't care if we were confident or not he lined up and drilled all two extra points, all three field goals, and won the Chiefs the game tonight, along with everybody else that we're giving flowers Needed to. And there's probably like three, everyone three of players left on the active roster uh, for the game today that we have not mentioned yet. We'll get to them. Bucker
4: was amazing. He was, he was drilling these field goals. Not all of them were easy. It's hard to kick a football when it feels like it's five degrees. It's cold off that field. Like, that doesn't feel good. The air out there, it really kills some of the drives. Like, that was great. On the same note, Tommy Townsend. My guy was out here holding, holding his ass off. You know, he's getting in trouble. The NFL's out there marking him as a guy that's used a <laughs> string or something to mark his spot. That's okay. Using his heel. We'll he's using his heel. Big heel Love on the it. ground so we know where to put it. Tucker's loving it. Tucker's celebrating with him when he's taking these things. He had, what, four punts? Three of them go inside the 20. I believe two of them were inside the 10, like right around the six-yard line and the four-yard line. He was punting great. He was holding great. He is celebrating the game-winning field goal by hugging Butker when that ball is barely clearing the line of scrimmage. He doesn't even care. He says, I know I got my hold down. I put that shit where it goes. Butker's going to do the rest, and it's going right through the middle of the uprights. The confidence that those two have as a special team unit. there is We've seen swaggy punters, swaggy kickers throughout the NFL. I don't know. Between some of Butker's walk-off moves, between some of the stuff Tommy's done, those two guys are getting it. When they're feeling it out there, the Chiefs' special team is better and... We we ragged on the Chiefs special teams. Let, yeah, all that's what I was gonna say. Year, let's stick with that. Long they were good all year long.
5: They were good today.
4: And everyone's taking Dave Tobe. and I think he's made some highly questionable decisions. Absolutely, this year. kicking the Jamal Agnew ever stupid.
5: Yeah, stupid. No, I, I'm not on board with that but at all. This game,
4: knowing that the Bengals don't have particularly good returners, yep. kicking to him, it was working. And then the, after the one time it didn't work, he said, "Huh, I think my guys are getting hurt. They probably don't want to keep running into contact." Mm-hmm. Let's start kicking it deep now. He made an adjustment mid-game after, off of something that would, had worked two out of three times.
5: And we're going to talk about the Sky Moore return that set up the game-winning field goal. That wasn't the only Sky Moore return. The one <laughs> like, called
4: back off of yeah. garbage hole. Listen, I,
5: Sky Moore had everybody, everybody mm. just saying, oh, no, oh, no, you know, yeah. with him back there. It happened because we all remember what had happened. You look at him in a crucial moment. You're like, man, just don't screw this up. Please don't screw this he up. He said bet. Yeah, bet. He did. <laughs> Twice. Twice oh. with two awesome returns. I Dave Tobe had a really good game. And a game like you alluded to there, Maddie. The Chiefs were having to dig very deep into their personnel to try and get guys on the field that could even line up and run plays. And Dave Tobe having to make adjustments, having to try and nullify reps, having to figure out ways to get that done at really good job by him really great performance by tommy townsend awesome job by harrison butker
2: I, it was great
3: no well actually
2: sorry i, I know was, i'm sorry BJ. i'm gonna bring it right back for you okay then we've been in this doing the show for 35 minutes or so we haven't spent a lot of time talking about patrick mahomes legacy mm, yeah and I, what this game is going to do there's so many players to give flowers to now that we're we've talked about everybody well okay. this was a
5: guy KCSN's flower budget by the way real. it's gonna really be really high. expensive
2: this week yeah, we whatever fun
4: sponsor
3: really high
2: whatever
4: we can we go to
3: discount Patrick Mahomes Cleveland
2: banged up I feel so bad for that one three of his top
3: receivers I out. like Cincinnati too they have one of my favorite restaurants in the city it's not Skyline
4: <laughs> all right
2: BJ start cooking go no yeah sorry I'm just setting the stage for this man okay Patrick I'll, Mahomes People get annoyed. We're already at the level that, that, that I say like Patriots fans were at, at the point. There's been so much consistent success mm. that they, Patrick Mahomes, not to make it about his family, his family unfairly criticized mm-hmm. because of the success that they've had. And Fun this and man reason, just yeah. goes out and plays like a fucking warrior yeah. and gets it done. And everybody tries to figure out so many reasons, connect so many dots on why he can't get it done and they get sick and tired of the success and they just love they just love the fact that Joe Burrow and this cocky player from LSU smoking cigars and come up and be his kryptonite Mm -hmm. Has every reason not to win this football game and he goes out there on one leg and gets it done shout out to Rick Burkholder shout out to Bobby Stroop everybody around him Mm -hmm. David Glover Julie Evan Kraft, everybody at the, in the Chiefs athletic yeah. training staff that that works with these players and gets them done, whoever's working with Patrick. Mm-hmm. He has every reason not to get it done, and the national media would love to absolutely tear him down. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of graphics that are going to come out about how many people were picking against the Chiefs because they didn't think that Patrick Mahomes could have out- Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only did he out-duel him with one leg, with all guess. the guys that we had missing, he did it with seemingly everyone outside of Kansas City hoping he would fail. Mm-hmm. Because we're at a point in society where a lot of people, once you get to a certain level, they would love to see you fail. And they want to root for the next guy.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, there's only, okay, so, and I wrote about this.
3: Mahomes gave us all pinch me moments throughout the first couple years of his career. He delivered a Super Bowl in the second season of his reign as a starter, and he did all these things. And he took the league by storm and he stunned us all. He shocked us all. And he normalized greatness, which is what we use all the time. And since then, it's not that no one appreciates what Mahomes does. It's not that nobody, I don't think Chiefs fans take it for granted. I think he just makes it look so easy that it's impossible to really comprehend what we're seeing. And so you get an opportunity like today where he's he's hobbling on a high ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain that Tony Romo wouldn't even think about playing on. He wouldn't have finished the game. Because that's just that's just the difference between those two.
4: And, and a he dog. Go,
3: he goes out and on one leg, all of his receivers, game plan gets destroyed. He just goes out and he just keeps making plays, he keeps fighting. And the thing that I keep coming back to and I'm I don't think we've talked about this yet. But you, you look at this. We're talking, I'm not trying to dunk on shout out Marcus Kemp, Hawaii's best. Like he's on the field running all these routes and all that stuff. They're gutting this thing out. They're trying to figure out how to call plays. They're limited in all this stuff. And yeah, it's it's ugly at times. But Patrick Mahomes ran for that first down or for that last that last yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a
5: lot talked about Osai on that play. And that's okay, but,
4: like, we we talk about over my dead body games. Shout out, Therese Paylor, rest in peace. We talk about over my dead body games. That was the most over my dead body play ever. I, that I've seen in a long time. I don't want to pretend like I've seen every sport. I don't, I'm don't. i sure I am going to forget one. This guy cannot move. He's finishing off passes hopping on his left foot because he doesn't want to put pressure on his right foot. He can't move, and he takes off and runs, and he picks up the first down. Yes, there is a penalty at the end of it, but people are, are going to forget he picked up the, it first, was the first down. Time.
5: They, they were going to be in field goal range of some kind. Yeah.
3: And yes. I, and I think, like, everything we just saw, it wasn't a perfect game from him. There's the little stupid fumble thing that I hope nobody talks about or remembers. I just, I can't get over the fact that, like, he gave us a moment that people, I just hope people appreciate that moment because they're harder to come by in a way that can be truly appreciated. There's only so, like, he's done things on the field nobody can do, and he, you only see it so many times where you just, <laughs> well, that's Mahomes. That's just him. And that what we just saw is it's not just the physical abilities that he, he shows us and, and the, the rare talent, the best, most talented player this league has ever seen. It's the mental fortitude. It's the toughness that goes with it that makes him special.
2: The other person that we deserve to get flowers. <laughs> we so many flowers. Flowers. Andy Reid. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of Andy, was, well there's gonna I be was, some combos I was yes. very critical I mean obviously you watch the second screen the decision <laughs> yeah. BJ punt. and I were rattled the punt I did <laughs> not like that decision at all um but going back before that I'm looking at my notes from the game the Andy Reid challenge on the MVS stretch we forget about that play MVS, that led to a goodness. touchdown ended up being one of the biggest decisions in MVP. the game I really want to know who is in Andy's re- Andy's ear to to tell him like that eye in the sky that tells him like hey you need to challenge this play because to your point we were talking about this he's trying to determine do I challenge this play do I get the next play call and what's the next play call he's got a lot going on and his decision to challenge that play ended up being one of the biggest decisions in the game I I, his decision to punt worked out oh man (laughs) and I'll admit I was 100 percent wrong and I apologize for forgetting and doubting the man will we can have is some, absolutely hall of favor, one of the best coach he's, that he's a, above making a mistake every we,
3: once in a while we can have some process result conversations too like
4: uh, he's a better head coach than I am it's okay <laughs> I, he's, a better, he's, a, he's a better NFL head about coach what? than I am I know I can't oh. believe you would make Ready? such
3: a bold statement
5: breaking Patty.
4: news Andy Reid is better at that than I am I I do want to get back to him I did I did want to circle slightly back to your guys t- talking about Patrick Mahomes kind of legacy and what this means I just Yes, we are getting to the point where people are tired of him. People are going to be tired of national media. uh, Fans of other teams are going to be tired of him. We are there. We have done been there. I think a game like this, though, where he is very clearly not his normal self, where he is very clearly hurt, he is very clearly battling through some shit. I think that's going to go a long way, though, in objective people's minds when they look back on this, when they think about it. I think that's going to mean a lot. You can go through. He's being a professional out there. He's not getting involved in the the Travis Kelsey smack talk, which I love. I don't get me wrong. I love it. He's not getting in the chippiness. He's waving guys off the field after the made field goal to yep. win the game. He is only thinking about winning and getting this team to the Super Bowl. That's going to stick for people that kind of stuff matters. Those little things matter when you want to start talking about legacy and projecting out. So, th- I mean, those things matter. I just wanted to swing back to that. We can we can talk about any coaching decisions we want. The, the, playing
5: on one leg and throwing Gosh, man. for 326 yards and two tutties. It's a
3: high ankle spring. I
5: mean, like, that, that alone. Allegedly. Like, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. More we'll, we'll, came out we'll today. Yeah. Who knows
2: everybody's wrong about but, everything. But, I mean,
5: yeah. Playing with all that, with, uh, with the depleted weapons. Like, that's alone. Like, yeah, you can sit and hate on the Chiefs. You want to hate the Chiefs' success. That's Good. fine. You know, uh, that's fine. We, we've we seen it before. Trust me. Mm. I've been there with the Patriots. You, you know, I'm, I'm on board with that. That's fine. You want to hate the Chiefs? Good. Hate the Chiefs. It is hard to hate Patrick Mahomes when they play in those kinds of moments, in those kinds of things, in those kinds of situations where the stakes are the absolute highest and everything is avalanching against you and you still make plays you still have those moments those are the things that stick out I mean we call them the Michael the Michael Jordan flu game for a reason yeah when there's adversity and you see the best players in the world step up in the biggest moments when they can fight through that and do that it just cements legacies (laughs) it just puts that. I mean he was already a hall of famer that's one that's one for the real right there. That game right there it does not matter what happens in this Super Bowl. That game right there is one for the real.
3: And he's hilarious. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen his tweet, um, he's using a famous bowling gif. Who
4: do you think you are? I
3: am. <laughs> he just tweeted that out. Oh
4: man. Uh, And the DB room is going in on Eli oh Apple, goodness. smoking oh! cigars. Oh! Can- Cancun on three tweets. Ooh!
5: The, Col- Colin Saunders is tagging Eli Apple and Mike Hilton and saying, hey, man, you guys might want to oh, deactivate man. for a little while.
4: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, getting they kept right now. they're getting after him right now. They're getting after him right now. They're putting him through it, and it's deserved. It's so they talk If there so was much. ever a team in the history of sports that deserved it, it is the Cincinnati. Sorry, the discount Cleveland Froggles. <laughs> I mean, we talked to, I mean, we, we had some
5: questions this week. I, we're at the Shrine Bowl. You guys are going to see these interviews. And we, we asked some players at times. It's like, do you talk? Do you have conversations with the players on the field? And we had one individual that said, no, I let my play do the talking. Because the people that are the loudest, eventually you are going to get brought down a peg. And when that happens, you have to face the full wrath of that situation, and that is exactly what is happening with the Bengals right now.
3: Oh, Eli's, did you guys say Eli's mom deleted her Twitter? Did you know that? Eli Apple's mom deleted okay, her Twitter. now we don't have to go after people's well, moms. Yeah. No, 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 like, well, no, 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 well, no, uh, She, she's she's the hot I understand news. that she talks know, a lot, but like, we don't have to go after I don't, people's moms. I hope mom. it out of that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's apparently just happened. Yeah, that's I, okay. That's, it's, it's okay. She probably, she should do her. She should do her. She's, she ha- do her. Ha- she's coping. And I I, I get it. Everybody, thanks for watching right now. Hit the live button. Hit the subscribe button. We're not going anywhere. We're having a good time. We got literally thousands of people are watching us right now, guys. This is insane. Um, We are going to be hanging out, celebrating, puffing our chest, running our mouth because we haven't been able to for the last year. Speak for yourself, buddy. I (laughs) I, look, I'll just be honest with you. I didn't I it took everything in me not to tweet a lot this week. Like I just didn't like. No, let's as, be real. You were nervous. I was nervous. You were nervous. And it's not. It's, but I also like. It's it's hard. It's, it's hard to explain because like, I think this is why. This is why this game was so good is because this is like the reminder type game. This is a reminder that brings everybody back to accepting what what this football team is all about. That we hadn't really gotten an opportunity to in a while. I don't think and, you know. And this is this is another level because you know. Look, look what happened. Like all the adversity on the injuries. Both sides of the football, six rookies playing. I last year was devastating. Just devastating. And it was the first time that you know, like it was the first time where the Chiefs were healthy and adversity struck and they didn't respond. Yep. You know, and the like it sucks that like part of Mahomes' legacy, like on like it's like the farther and farther away you get from the Super Bowl that they won. There's just some there's not doubt, but it just kind of you feel a little bit like more emotional about, you know, every single Super Bowl that happens that you're not winning. And I mean, the Chiefs had, you know, you, me and Maddie playing Offensive line for
5: the you know the the last time that this team was in the super that's Bowl. okay. You, me and Maddie were playing offensive line for the Bengals this week and it worked out. But no one cares.
4: No one cares, by the way. By the way, the Chiefs lost that with that happening with us playing offensive and line. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. So like in the moment it's gonna matter, in the moment things are gonna matter about this game to people and they're gonna be used as excuses or reasons somebody won, right or wrong, no one's gonna care moving forward, right? That stuff's no longer gonna matter. Mm-hmm. To your point though, yeah, like this is this is different. And I think Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs right now. The way this team is being set up, they're gonna rewrite history in a weird way. Of you're gonna have a lot of records about them being one of the the least successful efficiency in terms of teams, in terms of AFC Championship games lost, Super Bowls lost, stuff like that. Because winning Super Bowls is hard. Super but hard. This, this we're team, learning, and we're and just a second as a
3: as a fan base that really didn't have a ton of experience of having a lot of success. Mm-hmm. We with literally the Michael Jordan of football are learning that right now, how hard it is to win a Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, it is. But see, here's the thing. Um, when you have Patrick LeVon Mahomes during your down year, during your rebuilding year, mm-hmm. during your retooling year, you can find yourself back in the Super Bowl. Remember that, Chiefs fans. You came into this year. I asked people publicly you know on our kcs and discord what they would feel like if they lost a divisional round and a lot of people were okay with that they didn't love it but they were okay with it everyone was happy just make winning the divisional round because this was a down year a retooling year this team was not supposed to be a super bowl team mm-hmm. according to everyone
3: correct everyone yes, there were
4: some people thought they were the fourth best team in the afc west their wide receiver one didn't finish this game Their tight end one, the best tight end to ever play this game, came in with a stiff back to where he couldn't practice. Their quarterback on one leg. Their best defensive back, their second best defensive player, left on the first drive. Their better linebacker just in terms of his play in this game had to leave the game early hey shout
5: out to Darius Harris for having a pretty decent game I mean he got thrust into it all
4: of their dynamic wide receiver weapons besides Sky Moore who they still struggled to get in that role they lost so many guys this team that wasn't supposed to be here lost so many starters contributors and it was the epitome of next man up nobody played perfect besides maybe Chris Jones nobody played perfect nobody was absolutely 100% perfect guess what this team that wasn't supposed to be here took all of those losses and is still here they're still playing in the Super Bowl after all that so yes we have Chiefs fans have to realize making the Super Bowl is hard and this doesn't make it easier to remember that because they shouldn't be there
5: no they shouldn't be there I listen Eric Bieniemy speaks in a lot of cliches. If you listen to an Eric Bieniemy presser, you've pretty much heard it before. But the "we train our backups to be starters" role—my train- God, this week is the absolute epitome of that. I, it absolutely is. Those guys all stepping up; those all guys; those guys all stepping in. It's amazing. Like uh, that speaks to coaching. That speaks to the commitment, the buy-in for everybody. Like it's awesome.
3: I just. Uh, Tyree Why? Kill had a great game today. Jesus. You don't know, no, and this isn't. This isn't. This isn't. No 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 no, 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 no. This isn't me like getting a joke off about Tyree Kill. It's just like that embodies everything we're talking about here. This team got rid of a superstar, a legitimate like top they got rid three of a superstar. Yes, and and then they what did they do? They 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 traded it for draft picks that all hit. They traded it for cap space for the future. They set themselves foundationally for just an unbelievable run here and an opportunity. And, you know, like, the thing I love, though, like, the, the thing, and again, like, yeah, a down year. Travis Kelsey's not going to be here for 10 years. Bite your tongue. But he's going to be, you know, I love that they're giving him another opportunity to win another ring. Like, that's the one thing I'm just so happy about is they didn't waste a travis kelsey year because we just found out today you could line you me and maddie up at receiver and they're still going to find a way to win but i want travis kelsey to be part of this as long as we possibly can and i'm just glad that we're getting to
2: see travis kelsey
3: enjoy another super bowl appearance
2: third
4: time in five years
3: against his brother
2: against his brother that's pretty cool and what i want everybody to enjoy over the next 60 seconds are these highlights while i pay a couple bills here real quick the stage is set and we are counting down the battle Counting down to the battle in Arizona, there's no better way to get ready for the NFL action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at the even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Chiefs and Eagles, Andy Reid, the Kelsey Brothers. This is going to be an amazing storyline, amazing game, amazing couple of weeks getting ready for this one. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes. (laughs) See show notes for details. I knew that was coming. See the show notes for details. Thank you, everybody. The <laughs> Oh my god. Void in it's Ohio. It's a in Ohio? Oh my god. Just
4: like the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't read it before I said it. This oh, my came out. God. I paused because I was like, oh my God. That's the best the read we've read read. That's <laughs> the best read we've ever
1: had. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network.
6: Support your journey to wellness at bioptimizers dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network.
4: All right, is there anybody that we've left out so far? We've run down just about. Are we leaving? Tom, talking again? about
5: Joe hey. Tooney. Oh hmm. my goodness, Joe Tooney picking up. Logan Wilson on that run blitz for oh, Pacheco yeah. to pick up those extra. Mm.
4: Great play. The entire offensive line, right? There was a couple of plays where Andrew Wiley or Orlando Brown Jr. Struggled with some speed up the arc. And yeah. I think part of that was also Patrick Mahomes. The mobility clearly wasn't what it needed to be like always there, right? It was enough. It was clearly enough, but he couldn't hit the back of his drop, put that right leg in the ground and then immediately slide forward. So some of those pass rushes, some of those speed rushes up the arc were giving them fits, they but were. outside that, it was good. They had some long developing plays. That well, okay, the play wasn't long developing. They had plays that went long. <laughs> they had the run blocking wasn't always great trying to go to the inside. So like, they had a tough ass, but they did pretty good. Mahomes, who was limited in his movement, couldn't constantly get going. So I just want to give you a know, shout out to the entire offensive line. Joe Tooney in particular had a couple really good highlight oh plays where he was peeling off his double team and catching guys coming in late. So I mean credit to all of those guys.
2: We've got more than 2,000 of you watching. Please hit that like and subscribe so more people can find this content. Like I said, we'll have plenty more getting ready for Super Bowl 57 between the Kansas City Chiefs Woo! and the Philadelphia Eagles. I just saw one comment in the chat room. It said one player we haven't, or one person, excuse me, that we haven't given enough credit to is Spags.
3: Oh, we can go there too. Okay. Oh, buddy. Oh, That's a whole we, podcast. We're going uh, to yeah, be going yeah. for
2: a little bit here because. Yeah this is too much fun everybody's this is just, too much fun. everybody's getting their flowers right now this is great and shout out to blue wire studios the producers that are helping us out like this is an amazing experience we appreciate everybody for hanging out but craig i want to set you up for this Come and not necessarily talk about the performance tonight but as far as like the plays that happened on the field but like the game plan like what did you see from spags and he's kind of i don't want to lead you to anywhere because we've talked about this during the five things to watch but i want you to your opportunity to talk about Stags in a playoff game, mm-hmm. stepping up and do what he did tonight. I mean, yeah, I talked
5: about it when we, when we built into this thing. Chiefs pass rush was a monster. Like, as the game went along, sure, the Bengals made adjustments, tried to get out of some of that stuff. When that game started, Joe Burrow was ruined. He was absolutely ruined by this Chiefs pass rush. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Mike Dana, George Karloff, as Carlos Dunlap were a terror for Joe Burrow. And that got them the looks that they needed. They forced so many protection adjustments. They forced some extra stuff. Keeping an extra running back and a tight end in the backfield, running things short, running condensed looks so that they could try and chip Frank Clark, so they can try and get chips on Carlos Dunlap as well. Those were the things that they had to do to slow down Steve Spagnuolo. We didn't get to see a lot of exotic coverages. Out of Steve Spagnolo today. And a lot of that is largely because Le'Jarius Need goes out almost immediately in this game. And we said it on the live stream. It was like, that that does not bode well for being able to run some of the exotic stuff that you want to run. Le'Jarius Sneed, his ability to play top down and get rotated into those safety looks is so important for this defense when they're rotating into those exotic coverages. Now, all of a sudden, you can't do some of that stuff. You can't rotate into some of that stuff especially with a rookie. And we've seen that at times this year that they go super basic. But having those guys prepared, we talked a ton Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, who's going to get the start, who's going to play. Throughout the entire year, those guys have rotated. If Spags doesn't give those young DBs the experience that they had throughout the year, they're not prepared for a moment where they've got to show up and guard Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. They just aren't ready for that level of competition so getting those reps we when Cookin- they when they drafted those oh. dudes what did we say oh you know brett veach is making them Yo, making them him play the rookies because steve Spagnolo doesn't like playing rookie corners guess what steve Spagnolo not only liked playing rookie corners he liked playing brian cook oh. coming out there making a giant PBU. The amount of reps that those rookies got throughout the season is exactly why they were ready for that moment right there.
4: Listen, Joe Burrow got the ball out in 2.65 seconds. Is that what it was? Official? Yes, official. 2.65, that's That's fast. fast. That would be tied for the eighth fastest fastest in the NFL this regular season. Didn't matter. He got put down a lot. A lot. He got beat up throwing the ball the Mm. eighth fastest out of any quarterback would in the NFL this year. That pass rush was putting it on him. And I get it. I understand backup offensive line, yada, yada, That's yada. That's what you do, though. Yada, yada, yada. You know what? The Chiefs are throwing the backups of backups, wide receivers, and it didn't matter. You can get that excuse. You can take that crumpled up and throw it home. Go give that to Jamar Chase, who I don't really remember doing. He had what, one like one catch that mattered. He's kind of He, just actually, just hanging he
3: actually had a pretty decent set no, he line. He's nah, tuning in the can. It's okay. Tune in the can. Not a superstar, oh. kind of. Tune in the can. Uh, the Bengals are eating themselves alive. Jermaine Pratt, why the F would you touch the quarterback as he walks into
1: no. oh. yeah,
4: yeah mm.
3: oh, that's, that's what happens when you have bad culture and you can't overcome adversity. When you're a front means. runner that plays with fake confidence and you can't say, sustain it. When someone punches you in the mouth and you can't respond, that's the kind of stuff that happens in your culture. Fraudulent? Fraudulent
5: franchise. You've got to have a veteran player he's a free agent by the way room. I know a you got to have a veteran player who more veteran than him they don't pay him I know Jesse Bates who also he's is not a free paid. agent he's a free agent
4: Kelsey was catching a touchdown over him
5: well mm. I mean yeah that happened also I believe you know he missed the pass to MVS for another touchdown anyway um
4: Jamar Chase I, had six catches for seventy-five yards and no touchdowns. I mean, I'll a, call that a win for that's the a Chiefs. Good line. That's fine. No, you because take that a bunch every of day. rookie DBs. That's but, a win. But my point it's is, can.
5: you can't do that. That that is the difference between the culture. That. You can't
2: do that. I got that reference.
5: Yeah, nice. But <laughs> on I mean, Joseph Joseph Osai <laughs> felt terrible. I was saying after the game when they kept showing Joseph Osai sitting on the bench, just distraught. I was like, man, don't don't show that, dude. He's trying to make a play. Yeah, he he made a stupid decision. It cost his team. There are hundreds of people in that organization that he just let down. You're going to have one of your starting linebackers come after you for that? Maybe he should have made a play. Maybe he should have made a play.
2: That's what I'm going to say. Maybe he should have made a play. Did he? (laughs) I know we have a tweet, Kent, that wants to bring up from uh, Patrick Mahomes, but I want to give this uh, This leads into it. Uh, Rich Ornberger, uh, former NFL player with the Patriots, Cardinals, and Chargers, put this on Twitter. Mahomes can walk off the field right now drive home and never play another snap of football, and he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. He's only been a starting quarterback for five seasons in the NFL, and this has never happened before. Mahomes is a mind-blowing talent.
3: People are, like, scared to – I mean, like, it's going to be hard to win seven Super Bowls. But Patrick Mahomes is the best player the league has ever seen. And, I'm like, I understand, like, yeah, Tom Brady has the rings – but, like, Mahomes is just a different – he's an alien. He's Michael Jordan. Like, Bill Russell has all the titles. And, like, I mean, I, I think Bill Russell still has more titles. Mahomes is a, a – Michael Jordan was the best talent ever.
2: This is a, this from Sam McDowell, the Kansas City Star. Kent, this will lead into the tweet that you're going to bring up. Sam McDowell, the Kansas City Star, tweets out from Brett Veach. Brett Veach on Patrick Mahomes. People don't realize realize how hurt he was.
3: Yeah. And this is why, and this is where you kind of give a lot of credit to people that were not. More people need flowers, and it's not on the field. This is from Rick Rick Burholder, who is the lead trainer for the Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks for the support. And if you loved the way Patrick played, then love the person Julie Freymeyer. She designed and executed the rehab, and then Mahomes has to say, Julie was the reason I was the guy on the field. Today. Holy cow! It takes everyone, but she led the charge all week. Now let's get Super Bowl ready.
2: So yeah. there are so many. This is why when Andy Reid and Brett Veach and Clark Hunt get in front of the media and they say it takes everybody, it takes a whole squad of people. You don't always hear the names. You don't always see what they do. But it's moments like this that I love that they give flowers and they bring up the people that you don't see. You may see them standing on the sideline. You see them bring out water to the players. You know, I wonder what they do besides just bringing water to the players. They work with these players all the freaking time. And I love the fact that they're getting, getting credit right now. And that's why when they give the Super Bowl rings out, they give rings to absolutely everybody in the organization. Because for a win like this to happen, we've literally named probably everyone in the org. I'm going to shout out Matt McMullen <laughs> for doing a phenomenal job, bringing great content, great stats. Mitch Holtis, everybody for making the experience of being a Chiefs fan what it is and the reason that we are as passionate as a fan base as we are. Everybody deserves their flowers. I love that tweet from Patrick Mahomes in the biggest moment, one of the biggest games of his career. Giving credit to somebody that if he might not have tweeted that, you might not have known how important she was to what they did. Rick Burkholder, staff, Julie mentioned her earlier. But Julie, Evan Kraft, David Glover, all those—they're going to be—they're going to have their work cut out for them over the next couple of weeks with how many injuries the Chiefs have. Several, and I mean,
3: it's um, you know, it's a little tricky right now. There's still a game to play. And like that's, I think that's important. It's, it's, it's. I hope we all remember that. There's, there's still a game to play. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to be playing in the Super Bowl in two weeks. We,
5: you think we're going to talk about that a little bit?
3: I think we'll be. Talk, we have time to talk about it, but it's just really fun to run our mouths right now. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious.
4: I mean, that's. It's two weeks away, which is good. And the Chiefs, we talked about, they have a lot of injuries. There's guys beat up. A lot of guys went through stuff. Like there's. There's a lot of planning to do, whether it's recovery, whether it's getting ready for the next game. There's time for that. This is the bonus of having the Super Bowl. This is the bonus of this off week here. So, like, the Chiefs have a lot to sit back, to refocus. And, I mean, we talked about it a little bit ago. Like, yes, some guys are getting their shots off at the Bengals, and I think it's well-deserved and shows you what they think. Listen to Andy Reid. Listen to Patrick Mahomes. Listen to these guys. They kind of matter. Like, those guys are on it. Those guys are all over it. They know that there's more. They know it's not done. They lost the Super Bowl. They know what that feels like. They lost the Super Bowl that had a million excuses for why they lost it yep. that makes sense. They still don't want to be there. They still know what that is. So they're trying. They are trying not to get back there. They're going to do everything they can to make sure they're not. You got to keep that in our mind. Yeah, winning Super Bowls is better. You'd rather win a Super Bowl, but that loss in the Super Bowl, battling through the adversity they had in that and still losing, there's lessons that they're going to learn from that, and they're going to bring that into this, this whole preparation process. Everything that has to go there we've talked a lot about these rookies getting playing time going through this game up down up down hard physical gritty these guys are getting experience and stuff that's not easy yeah it's not easy it's not Patrick Mahomes stepping on the field in 2018 and lighting the world on fire he's talked about it he said I came out I ran the plays and everything was good everything was perfect it was easy he said it was easy and then when teams started adjusting it mattered. these rookies that are playing right now these young guys they're battling through that stuff immediately That's going to matter going to a Super Bowl, going forward. This team is only going to be better than
3: this moving forward. Oh, for sure. And there's one thing that you kind of come back to, I think, about. Um, This this was always Patrick Mahomes' team. Always Patrick Mahomes' team. This changed this offseason, how it went, what they decided to do, roster building. This feels like Patrick Mahomes' team differently than it ever has, where he's 27 years old now. He's always been setting the standard, but there's less older veteran voices in there that are, you know, helping guide that standard. Not to say that to diminish the value of Frank Clark or Chris Jones or a Carlos Dunlap, but they've gone young in such a big way where like I, that Mahomes mentality, that... That the way he goes about his business, I think, helps them set the standard differently for a young group. Because I think people fall in line the older and more, older more Mahomes gets, where he still got a lot of people and a lot of support from a lot of leadership like Travis Kelsey too. But it just feels like this has been such an intentional approach to go young, and it just feels like like this team's gonna respond in such a big way, and like this does kind of feel like the start of something special with a very young football team with a lot of draft capital left. There's a new standard being set for these young guys, and the way that they've kind of reacted I think speaks to, you know, like Mahomes' leadership and how this organization is moving forward. The start of something. The start. It's the start. Hey, they only have 12 draft picks next year and a lot of cap space. You know what? We said last
5: year, they're they're not picking up those picks they're not gonna take all those guys there's not room for all those guys and pretty much every single one of them made a play today well and like a,
2: a, if only there was a sports network you could have listened to during the draft where you're like this class is special
5: hey Maddie Ooh. Maddie you better you better get on that buddy
3: well all of your guys oh man well, a lot of pressure again okay but that's another thing that we need to talk about is like even when we sat there at draft day well the <laughs> Chiefs were drafting another corner well the Chiefs drafted another corner and then the Chiefs took another corner. They hit even Nazi Johnson. <laughs> even Nazi Johnson is I a gone
2: to the other shot.
3: I, yeah. He oh, really you can see it.
2: You <laughs> can see it.
3: It's even better, but like Nazi Johnson's a good special teams player. He made a tackle. He made a, I mean, it's just like, it's just crazy to see like this team didn't stop investing in the cornerback position. Even after they made a big swing to acquire one and think, and, and I'm so glad they did because they got bona fide starters, playmakers on their football team because of it.
4: They did. No, they 100 under the dead. The rookie class has stepped up. We've talked a lot about them. I think the one person left that we haven't given flowers to, Justin Reed. Justin mm. Reed. Everybody came at him in that first matchup for talking a little bit of trash leading up to the game. That's not what the Chiefs do, just like they did to Willie in this one who was having a good game before his injury. But Justin Reed, he very clearly is that focusing presence. He is the guy that gets that secondary, especially with all those rookies. He gets them settled. He gets them in there. Guess who made some fantastic football plays? Guess who broke up a pass to Tyler Higby in the back of the end zone on a diving deflection? Tyler it, Higby. It's Hayden Hurst. I, know, I don't want someone to think I'm being serious here. It's a Tyler Higby, Hayden Hurst, and the back of the end zone that stopped a touchdown. That was a perfect play. He's coming up. He's hitting. He's making tackles. The Chiefs didn't use him as a blitzer a ton this week like he had been doing up to this point, I think, as part of the game plan. But this team and Justin Reed coming in, being this leader, they came in, they brought him in to replace Tyron Matthews. This guy that helped lead this team to win a Super Bowl, they need to replace and they want to get younger. He's the guy. He caught a lot of flack throughout the beginning of the year because he was trying to get used to a new team. He was trying to play with a bunch of rookies, learn a new scheme. Well, guess what? He's figured it out. He has figured it out. He matters on the back of this defense. And now now that he matters, now that he's getting these guys, he's running Steve Spagnuolo's system. He's getting these rookies. They're playing together. They're understanding how to work together. Now he's making plays in the run game, in the pass game. I just... I think we've gone a little too far now from being upset at him after that first Bengals game because of a few missed tackles and well, talking it,
3: trash. Yeah, It was the talk It was a bad too.
2: game, but he's played great since then. All right, I got two more players. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting out flowers. We got to figure out a new title. Flower so for just flower you! Free. Flower for you! There's one player we've talked about. but It's not the in- Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a lot of, lot of flowers out, but we haven't talked about this player in terms of giving him his flowers, but McCall Hardman. Yeah. The catch that he got hurt on, we knew he hadn't played cool. in what you said, two months? Three. Three months. Chiefs offense struggling at this time in the game. It's tied 13-13, middle of the third quarter. We knew going into halftime early in the second half like wasn't going the Chiefs' way. Third and four, 9-10 left to go. McCole Hardman catches an 11-yard pass. It's the play that he got injured on, never came back into the game. That catch and play was probably one of the more settling type of plays yes. that we saw and they ultimately went down and scored a touchdown on that drive a lot of other things happened on that drive but none of it matters if mccall doesn't make the catch that he did knowing that he probably i'm not gonna say he was 100 percent, but he had so many setbacks trying to come back from this injury and however that all played out played through whatever it was whatever he aggravated based on the way they tagged it was the exact it was questionable with a pelvic it was the same kind of injury mm that he had been dealing with and had given him setbacks. So we got to give him his credit. And the other player that hasn't gotten enough credit is Frank fucking Clark. Frank, the shark, Clark,
4: not enough credit. I'm sorry. He is he is not, hey, listen, it is what it is. Guys make plays, guys lead teams, guys do big stuff. Frank Clark is one of those guys. He just did that in this game along with everybody else that we've talked about. So this is this was the game. This was it, this is what mattered. Do you have anybody else, Craig? You just got back. Is there anybody else that we haven't given flowers to that you want to give a shout-out to? We got Justin Reed while you were gone. We got McCall Hardman, who battling through some stuff. Like he was, was not feeling today. great. Anybody else that we haven't mentioned yet? I feel like we've kind of run down. Ronald Jones, shout-out Ronald Jones. Oh, he got hell some reps yeah. in there. Let's go. I
5: No. No, at this point, I, everybody played so well and stepped into a role that was more than they were asked to do. I mean, gotcha. really? mvs running a uh, we were talking about that having him have to go on some of those orbit motions having to do some of the things think he had to do like they put so much on him that he had to handle that was just out of the blue like it really was it was hey guess what this is the stuff that we've been given to Kadarius, to mccall the sky to juju all year long We need you to step up and do it. Andy talks about how he puts so much on all of his receivers, running through all of that. Hey, you need to know the whole route tree. You need to know every position. That's when it mattered because they put him in that position all game today, and you stepped up.
4: Shout out to Gray. Made a couple nice blocks in some plays too. I'm trying to think of anybody else we haven't (coughs) shouted out yet. Jody Fortson, we, gutting I it out out there.
3: I think you need to shout out Marcus Kemp.
4: <laughs> Marcus Kemp definitely needs a shout out. We got that catch. I mean, they got a catch. I mean, he got a reception. Marcus Kemp got a reception in here. It's uh, a good one. Jody Fortson, battling after injury. Like, I, I weren't naming everybody, but they deserve it. They all deserve it. Everybody played a role today. That's the point. Through all these injuries, everyone had to play some kind of role, and they did it.
2: Darius Harris. Yeah. We talked about Darius Harris yet? We, we, got a, yeah,
4: yeah. we got a little Darius Harris action in about. there, too.
3: O-line played pretty well. Is Everybody on Pat and pass bro everybody. I mean Mahomes really didn't get hit very many times and when he did it was him trying to hang on and give plays a chance longer than he needed to I mean, not necessarily that he needed to but you know what I mean like everybody deserves a shout out when you bring
2: dad's trophy home mm. you know two people haven't gotten a shout out bring it Tucker Franklin Michaela Bennett oh, absolutely yes. crushing it for us on the old social here in Las Vegas there we've got the shots Tucker oh, Michaela, just crushing it on Instagram social media for us Tucker feeling it right now vibe <laughs> a that's damn he's that's what we need right there he's a whole vibe all right we'll wrap this show up here in the next couple of minutes thank you well shout out to everybody that's been following along This has been a blast uh following along experience in this game obviously on the post game show but also on the second screen watch party uh that we had earlier obviously shout out to everybody at Blue Wire Studios in this phenomenal Uh, studio that that they have and they give us access to to come in here and and do what we absolutely love doing 19 months after starting KC Sports Network this is absolutely surreal uh, to be here and experiencing this with all of you and all my pals
4: appreciate it
3: real quick I think I've said that a lot today Mahomes said the guys were as pumped as I've ever seen them over the Bengals comments included uh, were the boroughhead comments and the mayor of Cincinnati coming after me.
4: That
2: was a weird one.
3: Learn. That, that is the most disrespectful. That would not weird. getting reelected. That's <laughs> 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 not
2: going to happen.
3: You just fueled the fire for your local
2: sports team to get their ass kicked. Two like, minutes what? after the game, Travis Kelsey just calls you out on what's like you What's wrong with Jabroni? And that's, fault. The
4: whole, that's the whole point. That's gonna be all the headlines now. The entire headlines for the next few weeks are not only gonna be about the Bengals losing, but all the trash talk the Chiefs are sending their way at their mayor for a football game.
2: You know what's running against him? Is this gonna show clips
6: of all of
5: this? <laughs> like, guess what I'm not going to do? Piss off the greatest football
3: player to ever live. You trust this guy with your livelihood? You sure? They that's how that's just the irrational confidence that City had like that's the irrational confidence that they embodied and someone needed to humble them because they still haven't done anything they still haven't done anything it's only going to get harder
2: via Herbie Tope of the Kansas City Star quote Chiefs from Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones says they try to stay away from trash talk then adds don't ever disrespect Arrowhead
3: yeah
2: you don't don't love
3: that I just yeah there's so many things I wanted to quote tweet I just Speaking, I tried to of, bite speaking of
5: stadiums, Michaela pointed this out as soon as the game was over. Chiefs started this season in mm. Phoenix, Arizona. They're going to end it
2: there too. That's a nice little bow. It's going to be a fun couple weeks getting ready for this game, and uh, hopefully we get a lot of uh, positive information regarding the injuries. Hopefully they weren't too serious for the Chiefs. Something to pay attention to, but we're going to enjoy this enjoy this win for the next few days. We'll have plenty of content still coming. Uh, to you as we're out in Las Vegas getting draft content that we'll post here in a few weeks once the season is over and they get that Super Bowl championship we'll have plenty of draft stuff for you but we appreciate everybody for hanging out we appreciate everybody again at Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn Casino in Las Vegas for taking care of us we will be out here for the next few days but I'll be chatting with Matt Miller tomorrow morning for our stock up stock down on KCSN update again make sure to hit that like and subscribe on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcasting platform 25 shows a week, not just covering the Kansas City Chiefs, but also covering the Kansas City Royals, KU, K-State, Mizzou. We cover Sporting KC, the KC Current. KC Sports Network is more than just the Kansas City Chiefs, but it is obviously a phenomenal time to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan. We appreciate everybody for celebrating this win with us. And, Kent, you you were so calm all day that we're going to let you take this one home for us.
3: Patrick Mahomes will be unable to accept his MVP award he will be too busy getting ready for the last game of the season. Enjoy all of this. This has been a really fun season, and it's not done yet. Let's go!
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN, covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current